0: celebrating the amazing people of coastal Mississippi and across this great state who are working hard to make this a great place to live, work, and play. This is the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk 103.1. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews show. I really enjoyed that conversation. Uh, We can't have enough focus on the great things that are happening here in coastal Mississippi. And uh, I'm honored to be here. I really enjoy doing this. And I really enjoy getting the feedback. The feedback has been terrific. Kyle and I really appreciate it. And uh, we're going to continue to celebrate the people who are working so hard to make this such a special place to live, work, and play. As long as uh, you continue to, to tune in and enjoy Uh, enjoy the conversations and learn from our guests. One of the things that Kyle and I share on a regular basis is the fact that we learn so much about you know what it takes to make a community like ours tick and you, you just never know I mean you, you just never know what you're going to hear. I mean, people take the conversations in cool places and to cool places and um, it's a great learning opportunity which is why the focus on the One course Coast Awards are so important. I was thrilled to have the opportunity back in 2002 to start these awards when I was publisher of the Sun Herald and at the time we call them the Sun Herald Leadership Awards and then um, after I left to go to work for uh, Advanced Condé Nas back in 2009. At some point along the way they passed it over to the Chambers. It became the One Coast Awards. But as I've said on this show many times before, what's beautiful about the awards is the opportunity not only to create recognition for people who deserve it, but it's a wonderful opportunity to, to hold these people up as examples for others. So that, uh, so that up-and-coming leaders, up-and-coming people who want to volunteer their time to the community can learn through others, ways in which they might be able to uh, contribute to the community. And so uh, with that in mind, we're going to continue those conversations now with, uh, with my new friend, a- Emily Sham, who is the sales and marketing manager for Two Men in a Truck here in, go- in coastal Mississippi. And we'll talk more about what she does. But before we go any further, let me say uh, welcome to the Ricky Matthews Show, Emily.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: It's good to see you. So where are you sitting right now?
1: I'm in our office right here in Gulfport, right on Highway 49.
0: Two men in a truck. It's a, it's a. Um, you 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 hear this brand a lot these days, but it's been a very successful company, hasn't it?
1: Yes, we have been located on the Mississippi Gulf Coast for 10 years now. Um, so we started May 20 or 2003. Um, so we've been just trucking along.
0: It's it's pretty amazing though to that people you know it I don't know who named Two Men in a Truck but boy did they they nail the name because it specifically says what it is it doesn't it
1: so it's a funny story um it's a franchise Two Men in a Truck is a franchise we try to make it have that local feel though because we're really involved in our community we love giving back um, but it is a national franchise it started in Lansing Michigan um, 1985 we had a single mom. Her two sons were in college, and they, they will tell you we wanted to get money for booze and books. <laughs> so they had a pickup truck um, and two brothers, and they started it. And so she sketched out our little truck that you see on all our trucks um, on a napkin and then had the idea to open a moving company because there wasn't any around. And then after that, just franchised and then kind of went from there. So.
0: That's, that's cool. So you're a sales and marketing manager. Tell me what you do, and then we're going to actually take a step back and talk about growing up in Madison and how you came to do what you're doing today. But uh, what do you do in your job these days?
1: I pretty much do anything and everything and in between. So we have a very, very small office here. Um, my husband's one of the owners as well as another gentleman um, from Alabama. And then we have two CSRs who answer the phones and things like that. So I'm pretty much boots on the ground, going out, meeting people, getting involved in the community. I also answer phones if I need to and book moves. And um, so I pretty much do anything and everything that I is in need of. <laughs> the office, so
0: How's business?
1: Good, good. We actually, surprisingly, usually summer is our busy, busy time, May, June, July, and we were kind of slower in May and June, but now, for some reason, July and August has just taken off, so I feel like it's kind of moving. I think it might be with that summer schedule with Gulfport, you know, school district moving to that year-round schedule is kind of making people wait to move a little bit, Um till school's out and things like that. So, but we're doing great.
0: (laughs) Okay. So you grew up in Madison. Uh, Tell me about that.
1: I loved growing up in Madison. <laughs> um, grew up in Madison. Um, my parents still live there. Um, went to a small little private school, MRA, if anyone knows that little school. Um, loved it. And then um, I actually went off to Mississippi State. I was there for four years and I majored in fashion merchandising, which a lot of people are like, what? And my dad owns a laundry business and he was like, why are you going to like major in that. I'm spending all this money for you to major in fashion. And I was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. So I was like, we're both going to be out of a job if, you know, you, you're you on in laundry and me in fashion. So he was like, okay, if that's what you want to do. But I did get minors in marketing and business administration um, at, while I was at Mississippi State. So um, kind of got, got off into the event planning um, industry. Really loved that. Worked for a wonderful lady in Jackson, Wendy Putt. Um, which is huge. If you have a wedding in Jackson, you're probably using her. Um, so I did that for a little bit and then um, got offered the opportunity to be the marketing, the very first marketer at the two minute truck in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Um, so they needed someone to come in and help market and, um, the owner had known me through family, friends in Madison. Madison's a small-knit community. So I kind of jumped at the opportunity, thought it might be kind of cool to work for a moving company, and here I am 10 years later <laughs> doing, doing the same thing.
0: So when did you get to the coast?
1: We moved to the coast in 2018. Um, we had a one-year-old little girl. My husband said, I think I want to buy into the one on the coast. And I was like, the coast? We don't, and I, I've I've done speeches with um, leadership Gulf Coast and things like that. The coast was just never a place growing up in Madison that you came to visit. Um, you'd go through it to get to Gulf Shores or Destin, but you never actually stopped and came to the coast. So I really didn't know what to expect. Um, I remember driving by our office on 49 and he was like, there's our office. That's where we're going to be. And I was like, we're leaving Madison to come to Gulfport. Like I, I was devastated to say the least. Um, you know, you grub a little white picket fence. Um, but we have been down here since 2018 and I would never go back to Madison. I love it. It is, it's so like no one knows how great it is until you're down here. Um, it's just, it's a secret coast. It really is. So once it's you're down very, here, you won't leave.
0: <laughs> it's very special. So, hey, so is part of the Two Men in a Truck philosophy to be involved in the community, or is it just simply what you, you and the owners bring to the table?
1: It's one of our core values is to give back to the community. Um, the lady who started the company, Mary Ellen Sheets with the Two Sons, her very first $10,000, she donated to ten nonprofits, a thousand dollars each. So that's how the company was started, and it's up to each franchise to do what they want with that. Um, but we really, really—that's something very important to us. We wouldn't be here without our community, so we want to give back as much as we can. If anyone needs, you know, help moving things, that's you know, nonprofits. That's our big. Niche because not a lot of people have the availability or you know have the means to move beds for um, you know different things or larger items and we ha- we have the capability to do that and we love giving back so we'll
0: do That's, it. Awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. So so what talk talk about your own involvement? Um, where did you start when you came to the coast? What's the first thing you got involved in?
1: Yeah, so when I moved to the coast, uh, we were involved in chambers back in Ridgeland, and I knew chambers, it was the first place to go to to get involved. So we joined the Mississippi Gulf Coast Chamber, um, and I I believe we had been members before I actually came on board, but no one was actually going to anything or (laughs) meeting people. So I jumped right in. um, I became a chamber champ my first year um, through the Mississippi Gulf Coast Chamber, just started meeting people, getting out there. I was super involved. I was probably at every single ribbon cutting that they had. So um, I was just out there, boots on the ground. And then um, I became a part of the Gulfport Chamber Board. Um, So I applied for that. And then I've been serving on that board for now three years. Um, So that was my first join the chamber, get involved, and then they'll start giving you outlets, you know, to join other things. So then I started getting involved in other things.
0: So, what's interesting is, and this is, I had the opportunity. I had a, I had a wonderful mentor at the Sun Herald, Roland Weeks, who, who was the publisher of the Sun Herald before I became publisher. And, um, you know, he spent a lot of time helping me understand that as a publisher, that, you know, you have a lot of responsibilities, First Amendment obligation, which is just sort of the media news side of what we do, but then, you know, community leader, and then you have the fiduciary responsibilities to run a business. And he used, to, he used to always point out that the more involved you are in the community, the more in touch you are with how the, how the business is, is responding to the needs of the community, when you you can do those actively together. It's going to make you a better publisher. Well, the same thing is true with owning a company like Two Men on the Track. The more connected you are to the community, the more involved you are in the community, the more opportunities you are to create. You have to create networks. And in fact, what we'll do when we get on the other side, because that you know that's really the key. It helped. It's helped you as a leader, and it's helped your business too simultaneously. Uh, we'll talk more with uh, Emily Sham about that when we come back on the other side. She's a sales and marketing. Manager for Two Men in a Truck here on the Gulf Coast, and also a recent One Coast Award winner. We'll talk more about that when we get on the other side. We'll see you after this. And watch episodes of The Ricky Matthews Show on your laptop, desktop, or your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. His passion and love for coastal Mississippi is why he's here. This is The Ricky Matthews Show on Supertalk 103.1. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show, and um, I love I love chatting during the breaks with my guests and Emily Sham, who is the Sales and Marketing Manager for Two Men in a Truck here in, here in Coastal Mississippi, and a recent One Coast Award winner. Um, I mentioned to her that you know I did I, I saw her at the event. And I uh, could tell that she was extremely, uh, you know, great. You know, she was happy to represent two men in the truck there. She did a great job of just representing herself there. She's the kind of person you want to hold up as an example. But what we were chatting about during the break is that. It's, it amazes us, actually, that not every business gets the connection between their involvement in the chamber, their involvement in the community. And this thing that Roland Weeks preached to me, that the more involved you are, the more in touch you're going to be with the needs of a community, and, and they'll help you in your business. I mean, it's just it goes hand in glove. Um, it's clear that Emily gets that because her involvement, uh, while it started with the chamber, it went beyond that. But it has really been important to your business uh, uh, to to be aware of, uh, on how not only how you can help the community, but how the community can help you. It works. Right. It works together, doesn't it?
1: Right. That's so true. We're very appreciative of our, of our community, and we do not take that for granted one bit. So, and you can just see how big it's growing. And I mean, there's construction everywhere around here. People are coming yeah. to the coast. So, so
0: your your involvement from the chamber evolved. What did what else did it evolve into?
1: Well, one of the big things at Two Men and a Truck, our big spring program, which um, was mentioned at the One Coast Award, it's something I'm very passionate about. Um, we hold every spring is our Movers for Moms campaign. So I was able to have connections through the chamber and figure out who was in need. Um, but Movers for Moms is a program that we do every spring that gives back to mothers in need right around um, Mother's Day. So it's usually women living in shelters um, just to make them feel a little bit better around Mo- Mother's Day. So. So we have partnered with the Gulf Coast Center for Nonviolence um, for the past five years since I've been down here. And last year was our biggest collection yet. Um, We had over 30,000 items we collected, shampoos, conditioners, lotions. Um, We have donations across. We ran from Gaucher all the way to Bay St. Louis last year, um, or this year, excuse me. So we had 55 drop-off locations with our boxes, and people just came together. It gives me goosebumps talking about it, because it was incredible to see how many items that we were able to collect. And then that Friday right before Mother's Day, we take it all to the shelter and they are just so appreciative. Um, So we only hope to grow it. Um, When I first started I think I might have had 20 locations. So you can see how much it's grown and people messaging me, hey, we want a box. How do we get involved? So that's always special to see. But I made all those connections through the chamber starting there and you know, starting small and then it just kind of Everyone wants to get involved and help and give back on the coast. I feel like
0: I love I love the story and uh, by incidentally, Stacy Riley and her team at the center do such great work. I, I can't have them on enough. In fact, I got to I need to circle back with Stacy and find out the latest there. But the work they do, I mean, you're talking about filling an important gap in our community. My goodness, their work is so important. Can you imagine life without them?
1: Yeah, it's they. I they are amazing. They have a volunteer lunch every year that has all the volunteers come in and just to go to that and hear what they're doing and how many women they serve and men. Um, It's just, it's incredible to see what they're doing and they're growing. We actually moved them to their new location um, to have like a centralized location where people can come and actually get the help they need. Um, So we were, grateful for them using us for their move for that. So, um, yeah, they're they're wonderful on the coast.
0: A man or woman, and you pointed this out, that men face this problem as well, but that are involved in an abusive relationship. They've got a number they can call mm-hmm. where you can trust the person on the other end of the phone, and they are trained to help you figure it out, whatever it might be. And they are experts at it, and they protect confidentiality. They help families. They man if you do, the number of women and men that they've helped over the many many years and kids for that matter over the many many years it's um uh, it's inspiring. you can't you can't learn about their story incidentally, uh, Emily, without getting caught up in it to say, right. How can I do? And so the, so when you talk about raising um, you know volunteer you know items you know, contributed to to this effort and and being able to bring that associated with Mother's Day, it's um it's I mean, that's what giving back's all about, isn't it?
1: Right. And I'm a mom, too, so I have two little ones myself. so, just makes you feel good, you know. Not all moms can, you know, have a great Mother's Day. So to help ease that just a little bit and make them feel loved, and you know that that always helps us. So we uh, we love giving back. We love giving. I love giving back to things that are close to me. I serve on the Boys and Girls Club board as well with the club kids, which is another passion of mine. So I, you know, lo- I love giving back and helping those babies and kids, and just it's close to my heart.
0: Well, I can I can tell you just keep slipping in these additional volunteer things that you're doing. And um I, that's the what that's the beautiful thing about someone like you, a person uh, with a with a servant's heart. You know, if you were if you were given a speech to a group of uh, young people who were either starting their own business or maybe working for another company and trying to make the point that you need to be involved in the community, what would you say to them?
1: I would just say try to be yourself and be pure. I feel like a lot of times people come across and they're like, oh, this is my business and this is what we do. And they don't really get to know the person. That's my first thing. I don't really talk about two men in a truck and people probably think that's a little funny, but I want them to get to know Emily and know me and, you know, not necessarily think two men in a truck, but oh, I think Emily, you know, I think she works at a moving company and then, you know, go from there. So I always just stay humble, you know, honest, pure, and just, Be true to yourself. And, um, you know, when you talk to people and meet people, that's what my parents have always preached to me, you know. Um, Just be you.
0: Be good, you know. Hey, listen, uh, what's what's important though is when you're out and about and you're doing work in the community, when you meet the Stacy Rileys of the world and people who are volunteering through that or the Boys and Girls Club or the the Coast Chamber in so many different ways or the Guport Chamber, the subsidiary of the Coast Chamber. When you come in contact with people doing any of those efforts, you learn from you learn from the servant hearts of others, mm-hmm. don't you?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean that's so true. And the as soon as I meet those people, and usually uh, it's at an event where they're talking about like the needs that they, you know, are facing, and they they don't have, you know, certain things for this. I'm the first one to go up to them and say, "Here's my business card. Like if you ever need anything, we are happy to help." Because a lot of people don't know that too. You know, um, they don't know that we do charity moves. They don't know that you know. And now it's kind of gotten people know. So it's like martini shakedown. They know every year they can call us and we're going to move all of their, you know, um, silent auction items to the Bow Forum for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Like, we're going to do it every single year. Um, and so that, you know, I feel like people, once they, they figure out we can help them, they're like, okay, I'll ask them because we're going to do it.
0: <laughs> well, I think, Emily, that's such a great, that's such a great commitment to the community, and. Uh, and what's beautiful about it is you give without expecting anything in return, but the relationships that you get garnered doing those things, the, uh, sort of that's the byproduct of and the benefit to your business is the byproduct of giving back to the community. It all kind of it all kind of goes you know t- together. I, I really uh, congratulate you on winning in a one coast award. when you when you found out that you were in fact going to get the recognition, what was your immediate reaction?
1: I can remember I was sitting on my sofa watching a show. I think I had my little boy next to me and. Um, Adele Lyons, CEO of the Mississippi Gulf Coast Chamber, called me. And um, I'm not going to lie. This was like my third year to apply. Yeah. So um, didn't win it the first couple years, and um, which I did not think anything of it because I was like, there are so many more deserving people. But she called me and she told me, and I didn't realize that was even the process. And I started crying. And my husband thought something was wrong. He was like, what's wrong? I was like, I won a one Coast Award. Like, that means so much to me that these people who – you know, the people who chose these 10 group of, you know, individuals to win, I just, I I didn't feel deserving, but I also knew, like, you know, I, I'm so humble to receive this award, and I knew it meant, I mean, it meant so much to me. That's probably the one award that I've gotten in my 10-year of business, being, you know, in the the big girl world um, that I've won, and it's it's meant the most to me, for sure.
0: Well, listen, as president and publisher of The Sun here, for seven years, I had the opportunity to make those calls. I loved making those 20 phone calls. And um, everyone was deserving. You were, You said you didn't feel deserving, but that's part of sort of the humility of doing what you do, being being involved in the community. Um, you, you know, when you, you see, you get to see so many dedicated people out there in the community. Some of them recognize, some of them not. A lot of, lot of folks behind the scenes that you never right. would know who they were. If you, if you weren't for these awards, that sort of kind of smoke them out a bit and give us this opportunity, like I said so many times before, and I'm sure Adele maybe says to you, hold them up as an example so they can inspire others to want to go find their gap in the community to feel just like you have through two men in the truck and your own personal commitment to the community. But it's been a pleasure to, to visit with you, and uh, congratulations. I look forward to chatting with you again. Keep up the great work in the community.
1: Thank you so much
0: for having me. You bet. This has been Emily Sham from Two Men in a Truck and a recent One Coast Award winner. It's It's been a pleasure. Have a great day and we will see you tomorrow. Subscribe for free to the Ricky Matthew Show podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.